Living as a pioneer woman in the early days held many challenges. Early houses were made of corrugated iron for the roof and flat iron on the walls. There were no proper windows or doors and bags, when spare, were sewn and placed on the floor until linoleum could be afforded. Life as a pioneer woman meant up early to feed the working men breakfast. The land was cleared with an axe and there were no bulldozers in those days. Following clearing the land, a good day's work was when 13 acres of crop were sown with the help of horses. Starting early meant missing the heat of the day for the horses. Water was a problem. At first water was carted from an old well. It was a tedious task of winding up the buckets of water by hand. There were government wells around, but they also did not have a great flow, so some took three to four hours to fill just 80 gallons. Often people went to these government wells in the evening and slept while waiting for the water to fill. Every time it rained, jugs, pots and basins were put out to catch the precious water. Pioneers made their own furniture from kerosene boxes and lovely chests of drawers and cupboards were created. Kerosene lamps were used for lighting and they were hung to walls with nails. Foods were not fancy. At times, pioneers did not visit food shops for at least two to three months. The staples were potatoes, flour, tea, sugar, tinned meat and bread, and shooting wildlife supplemented their diets. There were no fridges in these days to store food. Large safes were made from pieces of wood, flywire and hessium, something like a Coolgardie safe, which came along at a later date. When a sheep was killed, the meat was pickled in two kerosene tins and stored in this big safe. The water dripping from the strips of flannel across the top of the safe kept the meat in good condition. It was such a treat to have a change from the tinned meat. Washing was done using the least amount of water as possible and with the use of a washboard, which was a labour-saving device in those days. Only dresses and shirts were ironed using a flat iron that was heated up on top of the wood stove. There were no phones in those days, so there was tremendous worry when one needed medical attention. Roads were no better than rough bush tracks, and unless expectant mothers were able to make the rough and bumpy trip to hospital in time, a neighbour would have been called to assist with the delivery. Women back then were also the educators of their children. Some families lived too far to commute to school and there were no school buses, so schooling was also part of the household routine. Once schools were beginning to be set up in country towns, teaching was a profession that brought a lot of women into the area. Wendy Whitwell took a teaching position in the area in the 1970s and here we talked to Wendy about what it was like. Wendy, how did you come to be teaching in this area? Back then we were posted um, to an area of our preference with special schools being identified. I didn't actually apply to teach at Calgarran but that's where they sent me. So in 1972 I was sent to the two teacher school at Calgarran. So with only two teachers at the school, how many children did you have? Um, well I was in charge of the junior room and there was 18 students aged from six to nine and initially I was pretty uh, apprehensive about facing a junior room because I'd specialised in upper primary during my training and the thought of having little six-year-olds who 
didn't know anything was very, very daunting for me. Fortunately, I had some very experienced year three children who greatly assisted me with the task of teaching the year ones how to read. So what were the facilities like? Um, well, we had none of the modern technology like we have nowadays, computers and IT equipment like that. The most modern piece of equipment we had in my classroom was a borrowed black and white 18 inch television which had to be balanced on top of a cupboard in the corner of the classroom and reception was very very poor but I really looked forward to the afternoon when we could have 15 minutes of television when I didn't have to be doing face-to-face -face teaching with the students. To get to this TV I had to stand on a desk and twiddle with the knobs to try and pick up some sort of image. So there I'd be in my mini skirt, standing on the desk with my 18 little students sitting on the mat below. I hate to think what they could see, but never mind. And during the frustration of trying to get some sort of image, the children were chattering away and um, in my impatience, I turned around and said, shut up. Can you imagine these children? Well, one little bright spark returned I wasn't shut up, I was brought up. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. So was there any special days in the school calendar? Um, well, one special day that was very special to me, I don't know how special it was to the children, was the weekly swimming lessons at Condinan. The senior teacher in the school let me take the senior room to swimming at Condinan. It meant half a day away from the school and a chance for me to go swimming and I really love that.